everybody, and welcome to another episode of Motivation Suite, your dedicated source for all things motivation, inspiration, and mentorship. I am your host, April Rogers, and I'm so excited that you are tuning in today. Now, as you may recall, in our last session, we covered the art of the love language, which was a topic covered in our communication series, in which we covered the concept of the five love languages, and I was so excited to have our special guest, my husband, as he was so gracious to join me in participating in the love language assessment, which was such great fun. So if you haven't gotten an opportunity to listen into that episode, after this one is done, you should go back and listen to that one too, which would be episode 28. Now, for today's session, we will move into our next grouping of topics in our relationship series. The areas of relationship series will cover a look into three critical parts or sectors, I like to call them, which will include part one, friendships and acquaintanceships, part two, family and romantic, and part three will include a special guest in which the area of discussion will be shared during that episode. So I'm super excited for this episode and this series as well as a whole. And I hope that you will find this series not only informative, but also entertaining. I think that discussing relationships, you know, definitely can provide a greater understanding and insightfulness into truly understanding the people and their roles that they have in our lives. So with that, let us get started and dive right into friendships and acquaintanceships. Now, we all are very clear as to what a friend is. Or are we? Well, to consider someone a friend, they should be someone whom you share a strong bond. While an acquaintance may be someone that you know, but not necessarily a close friend. And most certainly not someone that you share a strong closeness with. You see, this is so important to remember as you go through life and experiences determining who is truly a real friend from those who are people that you interact with, you know, every once in a while um, and someone that doesn't truly treat you as a friend. So we'll talk about that as we move more in depth and a little later in today's episode. Now, as we look towards determining who are those we call friends, I feel that the following principles and which I'll refer to them as the friendly five throughout the rest of this episode. Now, these are principles that should be considered. Number one, they should be someone who is of good character. Number two, are they trustworthy? Number three, are they honest? Number four, are they a good listener? And number five, are they empathetic? So, what are those demonstrating behaviors, you may be asking? Well, how do they treat you and others? Are they respectful of the feelings and empathetic and sympathetic when deemed necessary? Can you trust them with things that you want to share but want to be held in close confidence? Or do they spare your business to everyone and anyone who will listen? Are they honest with you? Do they tell you the helpful truths? Can you rely on them for sound and meaningful advice? And are they truly there for you and having your best interests at heart? Are they a good listener? Do they take the time to give you their undivided attention? 
do they provide useful feedback and response for assuring you are being heard? And are they empathetic? Do they have the ability to understand where you are coming from? Are they able to put themselves in your shoes and see things from your point of view or point of feeling? With that being said, when looking at the Friendly Five, another point of interest to understand and participate in, as you would expect those who you consider friends to practice in, is that you should be practicing and harnessing these characteristics as well. Because remember, a true friendship is a two-way street. What's that I said? I repeat, a true friendship is a two-way street. And as an additional note, friendships should come together organically and naturally. You shouldn't put yourself in positions to feel you need to force a friendship with someone in which may not even be, should be considered as a person you should even have as a friend. It's unfortunate that you see time and time again situations in which someone feels compelled to force a friendship. Now, there can be several reasons why this may occur, but nevertheless, forced friendships really don't ever work out. They tend to not fulfill the bond that should be in place for a friendship. And if someone suffers from the element of low self-esteem, this would be something they would want to look into in order to address better ways to boost their self-esteem. And may I add, knowing and understanding that you are worthy and enough is a great way to start and a great place to stay. Now, as for acquaintances, in a nutshell, they can be good people that you know, but that you do not necessarily have a strong bond with. This may not and should not be someone you tell your secrets to. Understand that without a genuine and authentic bond, there is no accountability from an acquaintance to provide you the companionship and confidence in which those voting relationships should embody. So with that, we really need to acknowledge for us what it means to have a friendship with someone or if they're truly just a person that's an acquaintance. Now, I mentioned earlier about the treatment of and by someone towards you and others and the concept of someone seeing you as a friend. Seeing how someone treats others can be quite the indicator as to how they will treat you in the beginning and or at a later time throughout your friendship. So this is an opportunity for you to see the red flags. Now, the red flags language is commonly used in intimate relationships, right? But you guessed it. Red flags are included in all types of relationships and friendships are no exception. Some red flags could range from, well, self-centered individuals. You know, the ones that feel everything is about them. And if that is the case, how could they ever allow for you to have anything be about you? Or there's those unsympathetic and or lacking empathy type of friends. You know, those who tend to not put themselves in your shoes. And then there's those with the agenda, those who find portraying to be a friend beneficial for them as to whether they are looking to get something or belong to something. And they have assessed that they could not obtain their objective without posing as a friend to you. And then there's those copycats. Now I see those types as someone who must have everything you have and will get close in order to feed that need. 
And then there's the one-sided friendships. Now, if you remember, I said a true friendship is a two-way street. And this relationship consists of two individuals in which both should be empowered and experiencing the camaraderie and wonderful benefits that true friendships have to offer. Well, everyone, I think that about does it for today's session of Part 1, Friendships and Acquaintanceships. And I hope that you found today's discussion helpful in really examining our friendships that we have within our lives and I truly hope that you are not afraid of taking inventory of this concept every now and again as it is important to ensure that we only have people we call friends that enhance us and our lives and allow us to equally benefit from true friendship. I am so glad you tuned in today and of course I'd love to hear your thoughts about friendships and acquaintanceships. Do you have characteristics that you feel you would like to share about what you feel a real friend is and what is really truly important about a friendship? Then please drop me a comment. And if you are finding the content helpful, please be sure to like, follow, and share and join the Motivation Suite community. Also, along with this platform, Motivation Suite Podcast can be found on Apple iTunes and wherever podcast platform you listen to for your favorite podcasts. I would also love for you to join the Motivation Suite Community Facebook group and follow us on Instagram at Motivate Inspire Mentor, as well as on Twitter at Sweet Motivation, and that's S-U-I-T-E. And wait a minute, news alert. I am also so excited to share that Motivation Suite has extended its journey into YouTube. That's right, Motivation Suite now has a YouTube channel as well. And I cannot tell you how excited and ecstatic I am about sharing in all things motivation, inspiration, and mentorship on both this platform and as well as in YouTube. And I really do hope that you take the opportunity to join me on that leg of the journey as well. So if you haven't had an opportunity, go ahead and check us out. It's simply titled Motivation Suite with April. Now as Motivation Suite YouTube has been out for a few weeks, there's already a few videos there that you can actually catch up on. And new videos are also provided at 5 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays. So I'm just super excited about this opportunity and I do hope that you enjoy the content there as well. And if you do, I hope you consider subscribing and if you're liking that content, give a like and leave a positive comment. I would really appreciate it. Well, everybody, as always, I thank you for listening and I look forward to you tuning in next time for this next installment of this journey. So until then, be safe and take care.